good afternoon, good evening from anywhere you're listening to me in the world. My name is Anu Adeyemi, your host on my companion podcast, where I interview people to hear their stories and opinions concerning love, faith, and lifestyle. And on today's episode, I have a wonderful guest. I am a couple. I really love them so much. And this is outside the norm. Like, it's so, I'm really, really honored to have them on the podcast and i know that you guys are going to really really enjoy this they've married for like more than 30 years and we want to hear how marriage work how it's been but then what's their love story you know all the old things now so they'll be spilling the teeth on how all of this so it's like our parents are here for like people in my age group so Thank you so much, mommy and daddy, for being on the show. We really, really appreciate you. Thank you. So, uh, Mr. Mrs. Oyeniron, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having us. All right. So, uh, let's get yeah. right to it. I know that people really want to hear the OG. So, um, can you tell us um, your name and what you do and everything you want us to know about you? Uh, actually, we are pastor and pastor Mrs. Ubi uh, Mega and Olajumoke Oyenino, both pastors of the Dean Christian Church of God, and also yeah. we we run our own. That is, uh, we run a school business in ministry, in mission, in teaching education and so on and so forth wow thank you so much that's so good thank you so much for sharing that with us so yeah we are really interested in your love story like before you guys became star mrs how did you both meet what's the love story maybe i will ask my wife to answer that first before i say my own <laughs> mommy <laughs> my own well uh my husband pastor yeniro uh we met we attended the same school primary school that's the Stephen school you know the day by he was my senior then wow. and uh, both our parents attend they attending the same church that's Anglican church and uh i got to know him through his sister, because his sister is also my age mate and also wow. classmate. So, wow. and uh, in the church, we attend this. We attended the same uh, children class, children church together. But he was my senior then, senior yeah. in the sense that he came again before me, and also being the teacher in the children department in the church. My mother then also was a, a children teacher. And uh, because it was an institution, then I was a, I was yet to get to my institution. But one day, well, we because of all intention that he had, he just we started getting closer. But when I got in the ad- admission to the College of Education, that was Nebado um, Wesley. That was when my husband came. He came to school to visit me. I was so surprised wow. to see him that day. And that was when he came to get <laughs> to make his intention known to me. But even though I didn't give him a reply immediately, it was after some time, then I was able to tell 
what I have in mind. So yeah. we have known our because we attend we attend the same primary school and our parents. Yeah. So we were able to find the families together, and so it wasn't difficult in that area. Wow. So, 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 Daddy, how did you choose mommy? Like, okay, so from primary school, what was, what did you see in mommy? Like, okay, let me meet this. Well, I know. Uh, you see, yeah. I didn't even know her in primary school. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I knew our sisters and brothers who are senior, who are my age group. Okay. So I didn't even know her. Wow. So I knew her. After my youth service, when I came back from youth service, and uh, being a Christian, I love to work with the children. I was a teacher in the youth class in the church. So I just came straight to that uh, church and I met her there. And uh, that was where I got the inspiration. So I didn't take it seriously, but later on, it did keep coming back. So I had to pay her a visit and tell her my intention. Okay. But what was the inspiration? What was the conviction to go and meet mommy and ask her? Like, what was the conviction? What made you go? You know, after going to youth service, I've met many sisters through our institution, been friends with <laughs> too many of them. You get what I'm saying? And yes, now sir. I entered seeing a lady for the very first time, and somebody was telling me, That is your wife. And oh. I told that something. I told that something telling me, I said, I didn't come here to look for a wife. Wow. So that uh, same spirit keep telling me, I think that would be the Holy Spirit. I keep telling me that, uh, you see, uh, and I, I said, okay, if you want me to go, let me try. So I went and met her, and that was it. Become an history. Wow. That's so good. But mommy said that she didn't give you a reply. Immediately, so what were you thinking at that point? Do you think she was doing shakara or trying to go and pray about what was going through your mind? I actually didn't have any problem with having uh, I say no or yes, uh, but the only thing I had was that to do the will of God. Okay. So, prayer for her was that God will lead us to do the right. That if what I've said is the wrong, something she will not agree. And it is right, she will agree. Okay. Mommy, so why did you say yeah. yes to daddy? When it so when he came to me and told me his intention, I did not give him the reply immediately. I had to go and pray too. Even though there are some brothers also in the school then that also yeah. were half time. So then even use different things to entice by Christian books and whatever. <laughs> God must, and God must give me a soul. I mean, I want God's will to be done. So when I prayed and pray in that line, I had peace of mind. Mm. It means that this is a person. Uh, so that peace alone is very, very important. I was not bothered. I was not worried. And, you know, that confirmed to me that, okay, I can go ahead with that relationship. And uh, um, confirmed to me and it was at that night and I told him it made him to understand that we can go on with the relationship that was how we started okay so for for how long were you guys caught and dating before you guys got married like for how long was it months or years no you were in school then uh, actually my wife made me to go to the waiting room <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think God also used her to teach me a lot of patience wow and uh, it's also a confirmation 
the will of God because I know I didn't have that patience. Really? Can you tell us more about that, sir? Uh, the thing was that when she finished uh, NCE, I thought uh, that me had been uh, working. I thought yeah. we just get married. See, we came up with the idea of go to university after NCE. Ah, mommy. <laughs> and they conspired against me and the parents. <laughs> And uh, in the mood, I said, I'm not marrying her again because I can't wait for another three years for her to go and complete one uh, degree. That that was not what I am after. It is not just the degree she has, but as a person. That you can do a degree in my house, but they insisted that no, I must wait. Are you with wow. me? Yes, sir, we are with you. So for, so for how long um, was the old cutting period? Uh, I allowed to do calculation. I finished my youth service in 1984. Yes, sir. And got married in 1990, December. 1990. That's six years. Oh, eight years. I knew her. I, 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 that is around that years, two, two, 1984 to 1990. That's uh, about six years. Yes, sir. And, uh, wow. you know, that was not me. I was working in Far North. I was working wow. in that time. Ah. I was lecturing, and I have all these my students who are always with me, and uh, some of them are wanting to look for us. <laughs> and uh, there was a woman who was insisting on me to wait, and that was it. The, the strength I didn't have that God gave me to go through. So how did you do it? How were you able to like stay, you know? With money and no distractions, and it was even found on Gombe. I tell you, the, the I don't know how I did it, but I know it was just God. If not God, I don't think it would be possible for me. I know myself that I don't think I have that patience, I have that uh, tenacity to be waiting for a woman when women are surrounding me all over the place. <laughs> and uh, and at the time where even some ministers were saying. I was foolish waiting for a woman when I have master's degree that looking for me. And uh, but what I knew was um, waiting on God to do the will of God. So I think God just gave me that grace. I I I, I don't think I have that grace, but God gave me the grace um, to do that. We thank God for that. So mommy, when daddy was in Gombe, where were you? I was in the College of Education. I was still schooling then, but you know, I still have to go to university. Because my dad said that the only legacy he could give us is education, yes, and ma'am. and I believe and I believe in that too. So I had to go to university, spend three years again. That was what prolonged the college period. And uh, oh. funny enough, as I I finished my degree course, I did my graduation on Thursday, I did my engagement. On Friday, and did my wedding on Saturday of the same week. So my husband now rested, rested his case. <laughs> so, so, what I wanted to achieve, I was able to achieve that. So, that was what okay. really happened. So, where did you do your university and um, College of Education? Where were these places? My uh, my NC, in fact, all of us started from Mibado. That is Wesley College. Wesley yes, Mibado. That's yes, Wesley. Ma'am. Now broke into two. 
the man just with St. Andrews College of Education and in La College of Education. So I was I, I had to go to Ojo, that's St. Andrews College of Education. So I yes, paid from there. From there, I went to OAU for my degree in biology, wow. biology education. So after wow. that, I went to State then. Before we started, it was after my said that I did not have any group from my from Anambra State. So I served in, I did my orientation. You know, I told you that I married after my graduation, I married the same week. So I yes, did my orientation in, in Anambra State. They got redeployment to Gumbi because I was saying Gumbi then. So now I got redeployed yes, to Gumbi. Finish my service. Okay. So, mommy, during the OCCS, and I'm also asking that the what were you guys doing? How do you, how you cope? Gumbi and Ibadan and OAU is not a small journey. How were you guys seeing each other, talking to each other? And were they phones? And now that now we we have video call we have whatsapp how I mean, were you guys able to do it in 1984 it was god though but thank god for my husband though in fact you know that time i'm like me now i am not good in writing but that time you know we have all these cars postcards love cars yes you know yes ma'am. Uh, that one we shot in my writing writing love story i will just <laughs> send that one then my husband he likes writing. He will send letter. Then at times he used to come down. He will come down. Oh, at times mm-hmm. he come to visit me when I was in college of education or or your when I was in university. I would just open like that early in the morning. I would find my husband. That time when we were in college of education, he just come like that. Go and visit me as far as Gombe was or as Gombe is. So you know he was he was one looking for something now. Eh? <laughs> so <laughs> he was not looking for something. So yeah, that's what I we used to do. No, we have no way of communicating through maybe telephone or whatever, yeah. or through post. That's the only way we used to communicate. At times, it would travel, but when when I got the opportunity of traveling, I travel before we married. I travel to Gombe also to go and visit to go another place. Okay. So during the OCCS. I let us know where there issues, where there things that I'm, I'm not doing again. Like let us break up, where there disagreements, where there quarrels. Can you let us know? Well, let me go. This one is a lot. Okay, <laughs> when my husband was waiting, when he was waiting, you know, he, he had the intention that he thought that oh, immediately after my NCE, we we'll get married. I said, okay. Yeah. Well, when my no, you have to go to your institution to see all your senior ones. They went to university, they had that degree. Why would you stop having the ordinary NCE and that's also reason we together with him? But my husband got, got annoyed because of what he was facing there. No, I wasn't there, so I don't know yeah. what he was facing. So one day like that, my husband just wrote a letter, terrible letter to me. Ah. So when I received that letter, and that one came, the letter came during Christmas. All my senior ones, the family, we used to gather together at Christmas to come and celebrate with my dad. So when I received that letter, I didn't know what to do. One of my sisters now saw the letter. Hey, they got angry because of the tone of the letter. My husband said, that's not more doing again. So when they now saw it, they started passing that letter among themselves. So all of them was all of them were angry with my husband. They were telling him that ah, is it is, is it by force? You have many men, you have many brothers that you can marry. Just <laughs> my mother <laughs> it wasn't easy. And it wasn't funny. My husband, my mother now got that letter. 
you can't believe that my mother kept that letter in her wardrobe. I see found wow. this that I will do when she did. So wow. when that happened, he said that ah, my father also had about say that's one that's the end of that relationship. I did not know what to do. So one way or the other, my in-law, my father-in-law now heard about it. And the way though my parents they lock my father-in-law, they love the family yeah. because in the church. Yes. Family, even it's a polygamous family, but you know the mothers there. You can't yes. know the difference between them. They wear the clothes, wow. same clothes. You when they come to church, even want to describe what you know, say ah, you don't know that family that the wives used to wear the same clothes. That's how they wear the clothes. So that's <laughs> what they used to practice. And the, my father-in-law you know, is very humble, wow. very very humble. I like him very much. So when my father-in-law now had. What really happened? You stay eh? This thing happened like that. My father-in-law had never been to my husband to go to go to my husband before. He they came wow. with my mother-in-law, mother came to come and beg my father, and this like, 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 like that. My father has to, my in-law has to travel to Gumbi to go and meet my husband. And when they wow. got there, my father-in-law was telling my husband that now I've come to come and to come so that you can show us. Your your wife who that wants to marry in Gumbi. <laughs> so people had to intervene. Say, I ah, know, and some of them know me, some of the brethren over there. He said, Look, Benga, he has no wife, and he's like that, like that. So my father-in-law has to tell him to write another letter. And that letter we will now bring it down to my father. So he wrote wow. the letter. My father-in-law letter back to my father. That uh, he will know just to appreciate something like that. So my father said, Okay, what he will do is that he just wanted me to go to our institution that nothing will break yes. our relationship. But now to give him the assurance that we are still going to marry, that we can go to registry. Okay. I went to registry twice, I did that filing twice, first time to give my husband the assurance that we are still going to marry and things like that. We did that one and we did that, that's, that's, you know. So that was what now came between that and that's okay. After when we finished the school, so we started planning from during while I was in school, about to finish. And that was why we had to finish it. So immediately after my uh, my schooling. Graduation. Graduation. My parents were not happy. And at least what they wanted me to achieve, at least I've achieved it. And anything I want to do again, now I can be in my husband's house and continue to, to do yes. that. Because all yes. the you also must not be, you know, must not be the last answer. So that was how we now solve the issue. But it wasn't wow. it that I never happy. I was no fear and everything in me. Say, ah, how am I going to stop this problem? And this is God to control. Mm-hmm. So we really thank God that. And I could learn from these whole issues that because of your family were involved and both of your family were involved, we were able to like, you know, come into it and step into it. And everybody loves you. Like it was not a affair that was secret. It was very open and people knew about it. So it was easy for them to like, you know, patch things up. Really? So, yeah. Daddy, do you have anything to say about this whole scenario, this issue that came up? Yes, I have a lot to say. Oh. <laughs> okay, we are listening, sir. I was lecturing at the Federal College of Education in Gombe that time. Okay. And I tell you, some of these ladies, beautiful ladies, will come to my office with 90. Ah, at 1984. Hey! <laughs> Some of them will 
will be searching for me in fellowship so that I can see them when I come for because I used to minister there in their fellowship. Okay. They come and be sitting I can see them. Oh. And there was so many other sisters around. And uh, here am I now. I'm, I'm, all my friends are married with children. And uh, they are always taunting me <laughs> why I've not gotten married. Say, maybe I didn't have eyes with all the people around <laughs> me. So when I tell them my wife is in the school, they will be laughing at me. Is he reading PhD? <laughs> that uh, I cannot find a way to marry. Wow. So it was not because uh, that uh, was a time of trials. So yeah, and they were not ready to compromise with me. Uh, but uh, when I told them, I said, I don't know what to do. But if God says it's not going to work, well, let me just, let me just sign off. That way I wrote later. Because I was pushed to the wall that time. And I don't want to be playing two games. Yeah. If they have, let me call this one so that I can look for another one. It's only playing two games. Yeah, I understand. So that's what I did. But then my father came. So my father came and we fought. I've never fought him before, but I fought him that time. Um, he spent one week or more with me trying to convince me to write a letter to beg. I said, I can never. Ah. That I'm going for, not back. I'm telling you, is my father never tell me anything that I don't do, but that one, he spent one week or more trying to convince me. All my friends, all everybody came. Even when the lady that took came to take care of him, he thought he was my wife that I want to marry. All my brethren in the church who came and took care of him, he was looking for, is it this one? Is it that one? <laughs> but the, what I have is the one I've shown them, and it's in Ife. But since I said I cannot wait anymore, and I want to move forward, so they all came, my friends intervened, we have meetings together. It's okay, I should just tell them, well, if God said that, I just want to write Nasha. I don't let her just like that. What do you want? Yeah, I remember that, that, that one, my brother took back. My brother took that letter back. I think that was so, what brought uh, some solid the family. Okay, so what changed your mind during that one week or more than one week period? What made you change your mind? That, okay, let me just continue with this. I don't know whether I changed my mind, but uh, I wanted to send my father back home. Okay. I actually would like to send him back home so that he can leave me alone <laughs> and do what I want to do. Okay. So what did you plan to do? What did you plan to do during that period? I, I, I was believing God that God will give me the one that is going to marry now. Where our other sisters are looking at me. <laughs> and uh, so this is a man. As in, a like a fine boy, <laughs> fresh man. <laughs> I tell you, you cannot see. Have you seen my picture before? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> you need to see me wow. when I was in I tell you, I had that challenge, but God give me strong grace like that. I am not that a flat, but uh, guests come after me, but um, God give me the grace to resist them. Okay. So, so um, okay, okay. You were saying something that day. Uh, so that was what helped me anyway, because uh, I don't know what my life would have been if I was a flat, because uh, when these guests were coming and I was sleeping with them, I don't know what I would have become. But I thank God for his grace, you know. Uh, I think it's grace. I can just say it is grace. Because not many people have such a grace.
to be surrounded with so much temptation, so much love and care. So they are even thinking that uh, they're already getting to my heart. So I'm going to marry them and that and that and that. So we are even praying that the relationship should break up, that I can marry them. Right, right. Yeah. So, so um, during the period when uh, you and mommy were cutting and dating, so there was no any intimacy. There was nothing like that. Uh, we 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 didn't have much time to be intimate uh, during that question because of the distance. Yeah, true. What brought a lot of frustration, and uh, apart from that, the Naples was a devil. <laughs> uh, uh, when you post a letter in Gombe, it will take three months <laughs> before you receive it. And uh, when I write that one in um, uh, January, I will get a reply in June or something. Try. And I'm writing three letters. And the, the, the answer are missing each other. And the, the communication was just not smooth. And when you go to... Uh, uh, night uh, to go and call, you have to use landline, you have to go and call, book line, all that, all that. That was also a problem again. Uh, hmm. So it, it wasn't, the community was not very smooth at the initial. Uh, uh, but I think it is just good. Uh, yeah, most really this time around, I don't know where they can, yes, I don't think they can survive those stress. I think it was just uh. good. It was really good because Gombian um don't and even now that we even have with video call, we have Zoom, we have Skype, we have WhatsApp, you know, have all these things. Relationships even break up because of the lack of communication. But you guys during that period where it was nine post take three, six months to talk to each other. It could have yeah. been God and a lot of you know constraints, a lot of commitments. Yeah, it was a lot of at least God. I'm just let me just say that because uh both of us we have trials, we have temptations, and uh, but God just kept us. Me particularly I can say God kept me because uh, I know it was surroundings, I mean it was not easy, you know. Mm. It wasn't easy, but God gave me choice. Yeah, we are really grateful for that. So, um, b- before I asked how was marriage and how is being, you know, being married and uh, married looks like, so I want to ask mommy and daddy that living in Gombe, for people like her that really don't, you know, live up north, how was Gombe like that time? I know that you guys are far away from home. Why did you stay back yeah. in Gombe? Is it just because of your work? How, how was Gombe like being married and away from home, away from family? How was it like? Okay, let my wife. Well, let me. You no, know, that was my first experience of going far. Yes. And, uh, that we met there because even though we talk about not Awusa, whatever, whatever, we still have some Yoruba people that are there that yes. also caring. In fact, people in the church that the kind of relationship that I have over there in the church, I've not had this in, down in the south. Aww. We have called no, yes, in the, even in the church, no class. I was lecturing there, and people that we worked with, they are illiterate, people that are selling fish, and the way they take care of you, and uh, the way we relate together, the way we share things in common, you know, mm-hmm. that time, it was so peaceful, Gumbi was peaceful there, not now. 
was peaceful then and the people there were caring and uh, but the only thing that, that, that happened that when was that the distance which i did not like <laughs> because yes. when, when, when my husband told me that uh, because you know my relationship with my father i was so close to my father even my father told him when we are doing the wedding that uh, this one you are taking is the room of my house so, and my husband said one year you not come down to this place and truly truly one year in fact, I forced myself to I forced myself to come down when I got tired that ah, the kind of land is this one that uh, you want to communicate, you take uh, two months and uh, three months before you can reach people. And even the news that we need to get there will be uh, late news. If something happens now, before you hear that one, it will be maybe two months after. And ah. be fresh over fresh to us like Meanwhile, it's late yet. So 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 all this one puts me off. Then you know the kind of life there. Even their food, there's not a word that I ate anything they could give uh, anything given to me. But you know, you say ah, where you say ah, you want I want to eat fresh fish. I want to eat fresh uh, fruit. <laughs> you not get because that will transport all those things down from out of the north. I know before yeah. we not get over there, not getting rotten. Don't we enjoy there? You get all these tomatoes, pepper, beans. Mm. You know they are the ones that are about fruits. Even fish. One day when I got, if I went to go and visit one family, and I was pregnant that time, and getting there, they now gave me catfish. They are Yoruba people. They now prepare food for all rice, and with catfish, the smoke one, catfish and rice, and that was my first time of seeing catfish in Mumbi. <laughs> so after this minute, ah, I bear for more. I turned to liver twist. That please, can I, can I? more of this fish to tell you the condition there over there so at times when when you eat something in the of the south that they eat here you may not get it mm. over there and then the distance now gombe to ibadan we take you 24 hours at so anytime you are traveling like that we break our journey either we talk over in jaws or vom or bukuru mina before coming down but I've done it straight like that before. But so when you see the stress, we break it. So you look at that kind of journey. No airports. You know, so even with Gaza, we want to travel by rail. I've traveled by rail to Gombe before we married. I spent three days. Huh. Before I became sick. Yes, I yeah. became sick before I got to Gombe. And where the where the train will not get spoiled, we'll be inside the bush. Not in the city, not inside the bush. You start spending all this way. Any food that you not get that time, that's what you eat. You can't have your bath and so on like that. But um, that is how the, the people, well, people we, that we that people that we met there, they were good people in the church and around us. They were so caring. The, the church did not make me to feel as if that uh, my people were not there. They helped me to take care of my children. At least I had. And two children, Damnola and Joel, were born in the north. Daratimi was born in the south, but taken there after one year, we now relocated back to. After I spent seven years, my husband spent 12 years wow. before coming back to south. But it's what? It was an experience, at least to the people over there. Okay, thank you. So, so um, I like to come, come back to marriage. Like, I, I, I was being married over then like was like uh, how has marriage changed to people how is marriage how is being married do you have any regrets what was it like to be married 
You mean over there or general? Generally, ma. Generally. It's good to marry you. Is ah yes now. People know to marry. God said that it's not good for a man to be alone. No matter how old one say, I don't want my one day you should tell on you. People around also will start telling you. If you don't want, they will start telling you when you start seeing your juniors that have not married. When you start it's not uh, it's, uh, marriage is sweet but there are many things also that won't pass through in marriage it depends on the way you handle you handle it so you can mm-hmm. see that um, uh-huh. because at times when I look at my picture where we married her now I say eh, see me Jane like, oh, so this <laughs> no, when I was carrying my first child I look at at my stature, they carry this baby, and this is like that. And many things that we learn. You know, before I went to marriage, to marry, uh, to into marriage, uh, I've never left my parents. Yes. Being join the family, I, I am the. I wish my mother. I'm the last daughter, and I have seniors ahead of me. Many things they do for, they did for me. Even I'm father, my, uh, my father will do everything for you. The children feeling form like this, he will help you to feel from PC, jump, you know, carry you from one place to another, carry you where you are having and things like all this. What they are doing, just like when it's not that maybe I was spoiled, but you know, I was, I was, I, I do not have the experience of some things when I got married, going to the market to go and buy things. I did not used to do that one. So when I now married, I find myself in Gumbi to go and buy things, I will be having fear. Hey, how will I buy this thing? I because they used to buy it for me. Clothes they will buy it for yeah. me. Oh, my sister will pass down because I have senior gay girls in yeah. front of me, so they can pass. Yeah. They can pass. So and I did not work. I did not work before I got married. I did not earn any salary apart from my allowance. So my husband wow. was the one working. So when I got married, he was the one doing. We go to the market. Ah, I will follow. He will follow me to the market. Now, I don't know. I don't know how to buy things, to price things. I don't know. So I started learning from him. So that's one thing about. Yeah. Uh, so I I had the challenges in that area, yeah. doing things by my. So I would not just be if <laughs> my husband and you know a teacher. No, I say it's my husband, though. Well, it's my, it's my brother. You know, the senior brother. The way we control you, we yeah. tell you. And my husband is also meticulous. He, don't, he, he doesn't want his team to get spoiled. He doesn't want his team anywhere he put his team. That's where he wants to find it. Not that you take it and put it somewhere else. And, <laughs> and that time, this time, I don't. Things at times, things will just get spoiled in my hand. I don't know, Shade, why is this? So that fear will creep me until later I started getting over <laughs> and I for me. And my husband can cook very well. You know, it's my single brother. Uh-huh. He can cook very well in the house. They cook, there are many. In our house, we are not many. So he can yeah. cook. I know everybody can cook. So he can cook. There's nothing he wants to cook that my husband will not do. It, my husband doesn't know how to do it. He can't pound jam. But it can prepare mala very well. It can prepare goosey soup very well for you. Uh, it can prepare that one inside his fridge. We fry meat. I will, you know, things like that. You know, he knows how to do that. Also, there's nothing you cannot do. Chakara for you. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't do chakara. <laughs> ah, you can't do chakara for him. So 
do everything. So I started learning. So I decided to develop my confidence. You know, if we ask you to go and do something, even spiritually, if we ask you to go and do something, so I started learning gradually from him and things like that, like that, like that, like that, until I was able to at least to get over. So I'm still learning, you know. I'm still under training. Yeah. Under him. Yes. <laughs> Wow, that's really so good. So, um, how many years have you guys been married? Yeah, this will be 31 years this year. Wow, 31 years? Yes. Yes, yes. 32 this year. will be 32 this year. You got married in 1990. Okay, you got married when? Okay, 1990. Okay, that's really good. Wow, that's so good. So, Daddy, from your point of view, how has marriage been? How has marriage changed you? Ah, no, too. <laughs> a lot. That is that is the full spec. A whole spec. <laughs> you know, uh, in those days, some of them come to my house, come and eat those guests, <laughs> and they wonder who will beat my cookie among them. And uh, now there is somebody that is uh, a baby of the house, like what? <laughs> so, and. Uh, uh, when she now came, she was a mommy's baby, daddy's girl, and she doesn't do anything by herself. So automatically, I had to take it up to Trina. More importantly, it changed me from somebody that is always in action. I became uh, a little more patient than I used to be. And uh, I used to carry big, big steps. I work with people who are older than me. I, I befriend people who are far older than me and compete with them. But uh, she is now somebody that is my baby who I have to train up again. And um, it taught me a lot of patience, yeah. Patience. And that is one thing. So rough. So uh, rough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's one thing that I think I have learned because my, my own brothers and sisters fear me because they know I don't take nonsense. Mm. Uh, but here is a girl that uh, I don't want to offend and she's uh, always looking for my trouble. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so you really have to learn that patience, really, because you love her and she, yeah. she, she can't go anywhere. Ah, yes. And I don't want to uh, let them look as a hand. It's all the years they have spent waiting for and see what they have happened to their my relationship, you know? And I have yes. a, a senior people who are my friends who have been married. So wish me and them we are in the same lecturers category together, which uh, uh, I don't want to see my own family scattering before their own eyes. If their own didn't scatter, why should my own? So so I have to have enough patience. Wow, thank you so much for being so patient. Oh, yeah, so we don't we don't be here talking about you know the marriage. So um what's the age difference between your mommy? <laughs> mm, I think it's uh, well, four years. Well, okay. four years, four and a half. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. So um, I, I would like to say um you know a mommy um married after school and she mentioned that she wasn't working so how are you guys able to manage money finances because at that point you were the only one working when did she have to start working and earning money how did you run the family in relation to money because money is very important because if there's no money 
since some things will go wrong and the love will not be very sweet how did you manage money when she was working and when she was not working so how did you manage money i have learned through suffering to manage money <laughs> because, because when i got to gombe in 1985 i have to manage my salary uh and still send money home oh so so i have learned a lot help other people one of my brothers had to come to school with me i had to sponsor him so i have uh, god has given me that grace yeah, on how to manage that so when she when she was coming i already make arrangement with this management that the only thing they can do for me is to give her a job yeah and they were ready to assist me on that. So they gave me a house and um, they, they employed her from a youth service. She came and continued a youth service with us. And uh, they gave her a job after a youth service. Wow, that's so good. So because of that, now our income was relaxed. So I could have to go for further studies myself. Oh, so you still went back to school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went back to school. I still went back to school. I went to Uni George. I went to Uni Ben. Wow. So um, why did you decide to come back to the South, to the West? What made you leave Gombe and come back? I think there was this persecution that was there and the trouble that was. It was a time of Abacha. At the time, they annulled the election of... Uh, 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 Abiola, Abiola, Abiola. There was a crisis. There was fair challenges, fair crisis. There was all crises. Then killings started coming in. Chai. They were entering Christian house to kill them, and the uh, people in the south were always complaining, "Come back, come back home, come and look for work here." Da 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 da. So, so the fear in the south also. And the persecution we were faced with, you know, hmm. it's like we just walk in that. Couldn't get our entitlement. It's all those years I worked there. I couldn't get my entitlement, you know, because of these uh, persecutions that we passed through there. So, how, how did you manage to you know start afresh, you know, coming back to you know the West? How were you guys able to manage and struggle after? Because then you had good jobs. We had. You know, government job, and now you are coming back with almost nothing because you left whatever you have there. How are you guys able to scale through? And there were kids involved, like two, three children. So how are you guys able to manage to even start this school to run ministry? How are you guys able to like manage and grow out of you know all those things? Uh, thank God for everything. I can give all the glory to you because uh, when I came down, yes, I got a job with Dunlop. Uh, wow. in Ikeja. So I was working Dunlop, but my wife was just getting all these little two teaching jobs all over the place. Uh, so with my own income, we were able to run the family. So that was what happened. We just okay. lived cut our coat according to our cloth. Okay. We don't want to do more than ourselves. And God bless us in whatever we do. Wow, wow. that's really good. So, um, um, mommy, 
I want to ask that, okay, what's daddy's love language? How do daddy feel loved? Like, what, what can you do that will make daddy say, oh, mommy loves me? What do you do? What, what, what's daddy's love language? Daddy's love language is food. The woman you're able to give him the right food. Uh, yeah. Give him right food, amala. You make him to swear very well. Uh-uh. <laughs> that one is okay. That is, that, you know, the, <laughs> that if you're able to please him in that area, very well. Uh, but if you starve him with food, there's nothing you can say. So you must understand you, that language. That language is food. So there, there's no yes. say, okay. There's no food at home. There must be food at home. There must be food at home. Yes. You must not starve him. That is it. If you don't starve him, anything you want, you get. You know? Mm, interest. Where you get the right thing that he needs at the right time. Mm. You will get what Okay. So what of and daddy, what of mommy? What can you do to make mommy happy and feel loved? What's mommy's love language? You know, mommy said. You own his food. What of mommy? What is mommy's own? You know what women love now? <laughs> women love to be pampered and care for taking up like a baby, treated like a baby, all that. <laughs> Hello? Yes, we can hear you. Can hear you. <laughs> so, as long as you can and do that for her, because her background is such that she has people, elderly ones, who always take care of her, do things for her, and all that, all that. So, but what I added to my own, that make my own unique, was that I put uh, lecturing and teaching into the uh, company. <laughs> oh, wow. That's really, really good. So, mom just enjoyed the whole pampering. You know, where daddy and our mommy has left off and our siblings have left off, so you just continued from there. Yeah, exactly. As long as you can keep her in that day, you keep her company, her, give her everything. You don't let her to know that there's any suffering around, and then uh, you'll be fine and good. Oh, okay. So, uh, so let's come back you know? to, you know, and okay. uh, the mother told me, don't, they don't suffer my daughter, who is the Suru of our house. Who, and you know, she be doing, hmm. Even if I don't see, hmm. If that to you, oh man, come on, come on, come see. So, for what is the problem? What can we do to solve it? So, before for solve that problem, what is the solution? So, you don't want anybody to create a nasty stress for you. So, you find out what is the problem. Wow. Emptiness. Wow. So. Mom is enjoying. And so, you know, my mother is like somebody that loves to take care of people. Wow. Are you yes, I So she doesn't want somebody to she doesn't want somebody to hunger. Same thing with my father. They don't want you to go hungry. And so it's also something that was in our family that nobody should keep us hungry. Mm-hmm. We want to get trouble just for our food when we need it. And we love better things. <laughs> I can we can see we can see that. So I, I would like to ask that with children in the Hello? picture. Hello. <laughs> so that is yes. so with children in the picture and they all being grown up. How has how has that affected your marriage? Like when you have four grown up children. Yeah, I I know them. So how has that shaped your marriage? You know, you guys are growing older, children have responsibilities, some of them are living home, some are married. How, how is that affecting your marriage or your relationship? Is there, is, has it affected it in any way? 
Oh, my dear, no more you. Emma, can you hear me? There no more you. I want to. Don't. It's not my. It's my brain. My brain. My brain. You said, go. I didn't. You know, I did the bury. I did the bury. I did the bury. Now that I'm gone, like, what do you do now? That's true. Sorry. Tell mommy. Yeah, yeah, we'll soon be done. Before 11, we should be done. So, okay. So, daddy, now that um, you guys are mine for like 33 years now, and you know, you guys have grown up children, some I'm even married. How has that shaped your relationship, your marriage? Has anything changed, you know, down the line with children involved, children leaving the home? How, is, is, is there anything you'd like to tell us about that experience? Because you guys are really going old and everybody are leaving the house. You feel like, ah, my daughter is already leaving, my, my child is already leaving. I'm back to just my, my husband, or I'm back to just my wife. So, can you tell us how you guys feel, you know, with the, with the children growing up and living? How do you feel? Well, it's something that uh, we are prepared for okay. because um, if you if you are going to grow old enough, yeah. your children must marry before residence and they must leave you. Yeah. And them also leaving you, starting their own home. So it's something that uh, every uh, parent look forward to, and then. As you grow, you are just mm-hmm. just like the, the time will come that they will leave you in your nest and go and start their own. So as they came, they will fly. When they fly, they will leave you in your own nest. So at that point in time, you are back to where you started from. So right now, we are back to where we started from. Wow. Wow. And, I, and I really hope that you guys are really enjoying the experience of just, you know, both of you, you know, loving up on each other without the children, you know, being involved. So I, uh, mommy and daddy, there's a question I would like to ask. And it's what the perspective that me as a Gen Z or a millennial feels about our older parents. We notice that our parents, or like you are standing in for our parents, and why do our parents or older generation don't talk about sex? Why do we hide or you know cringe when we ask questions or when we ask questions relating to sex? What is what is the rationale behind it? You know, we 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 are open about these things. We talk about is but our parents just feel quite a social purpose say things that are not like being explicit can you share more light on that with us by speaking in yoruba <laughs> the yoruba we say hello jula Udunra. when we say we're opening our eyes the eyes is rotting hmm. do you get that yeah. hello jula so uh, the children of now, their eyes is opening, <laughs> and the postmates they open high, and uh, the eyes is getting rotten, and that's why we start seeing so many rottenness in society today. Mm. You see, so some things were just meant to evolve naturally. You see, but when you go in to start looking at what we evolve eventually, you are trying to change the course of nature, and nature will fight back. So, so some of the things that our youth now are peeping to, eh? they want to have primaries. Eh? Yes. You know that, as I say, Yoruba, what you are going to eat for the night, throughout the night, you are eating it in the morning. Hmm. You are still going to eat it in the morning. Sometimes that they will serve you in the night, you say you don't eat then they are spending the money and you are stealing from it. Hmm. 
So something like sex is something that you are God ordained it for you, for everyone. But you don't you don't take it before this predetermined time. So it is now when you are now wanting to go outside the counsel of God that you find out that all this um, uh, sexual harassment, sexual this and that are coming up. So our parents took it with all kind of honor, but now our children are taking it out of his uh, honor and making it a public display. Hmm. True. And that is what is causing some of this decadence we have in society today. Wow. So, uh, mommy, what would you like to say about this? Well, you know that nowadays people may think that the parents are they are ignorant. They say you use another term, old school. That old school terms is that old school term is what is now destroying the world now. If a child has as many clothes as adults, can never have as adults. That means what that child is now wearing now, adults have used it before. before. And that's what I'm talking about experience. Our parents have experience more than what we have. And they believe in dignity, which many people don't have now. Our children now, they don't have that one. They believe that nothing concerns them about that one. Now that we're talking about old school, the latest, old fashioned, and this fashioned, and things like that. Which is now leading them to a problem. You can see that in the olden days, do you hear, do you, how many times have you heard them saying about raping or whatever? Because they cherish that dignity. Sure. He thought that maybe a uh, high, but nowadays you can see raping is now something in vogue, and and the way you carry yourself, people say the way you uh, the way you dress, the way they we address you. Yes. So it doesn't happen like that. So you can see that um, sex in that time they build ah to mention sex. They don't want. They do not want you to. They do not want to expose us to things that we know that later you are still going to know it. What yeah. you are automatically you are going to know about. It. No, how now in as well that you are living, you are still going to know about it. But now this now because of the nature we talk about technology, what technology has now exposed so it's not that why it's not coming up that it's better to start te- te- teaching them. Start telling them. that's why they yes. have to it in the, the curriculum of the school, right from primary, nursery, primary. If you go and get the curriculum, you see all this one is already there because of the nature yes. of the world now. So you yes. cannot hide it again. But in the past, you know, they believe that everybody knows that this thing. I'm going to pass it. I don't have to rush. I don't have to start keeping things that I know that I will, I will eat it. I will get tired. Eh? It's that yes. because I get tired of that. Just like somebody said, that's talking about eh, Ghana. No matter how you do foundation, you do you use foundation or whatever. Uh, that face we see can never be like when you were young. Yes. So uh, I think that is what is going on about um, wow. this uh, the, the, the sex or whatever. They will not see that in the they will not see that even when they say before they say sex, before you mention that one, hey, your parents will nearly where do you hear that one? You know that's the fear they created they created in us. Ah, don't sit with somebody who don't that ah they believe that and that, that they, they now inculcated that fear. You know, eh? you see that with somebody you can end pregnancy ah, <laughs> like that. I had a story of a girl that the parents the mother told her that ah don't let anybody touch your bone bone eh? don't let shout to and that day the woman was not uh, I think she wasn't feeling fine or something like that and as the, girl, the father to beat the girl and the father wanted to walk watch the bone bone or the girl and they started shouting ah, what happened she has touched it that day has touched what the father got embarrassed 
has touched it. He said, uh, he said that when he, uh, he has touched my bomb, ah, the mother started begging the father that I told her that don't let anybody, any male to touch your bomb, and like that. And not so that the father also must touch all the bomb. So, what am I saying? Because of what the, the world has done to me. During that, the old days, they don't have any fear of that kind of nature, but because of the way the, the world is now, that's why you started, started teaching sex, 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 sex. And, and are they learning, are people this even learning about even the uh, this um, repercussion of premarital sex, relationship, and things like that? So I think that is what uh, happened uh, compared to old time and the, this, our generation. Time. Yeah. Thank you so much. Like, I, I really have a lot of questions, but no, we are really run out of time so to end this like talk of the last person i would like to um ask what advice you have for singles or people in a relationship who they are married you know what what would you like to tell them because i guess i've been married for almost 32 years what do you have to say about this so i would like to ask for mommy and for daddy well, I want to, uh, the advice I will give those that are yet to be engaged is that number one, you they must, fa- they must see the face of God yeah. before going to any religion. God knows the best. God that has created us, He knows the partner. It was God that chose for Adam. Adam, he did not think of uh, maybe he wanted a wife or not. It was God that said, ah, it's not good for a man to be alone. And he created yeah. him as he, as he helped me. So God, he knows everything about us. So that is why going, because one thing is that the moment one misses this relationship, eh, that lesson yes, has been for her. Be managing. Even heaven, that one can cause that person is heaven or heaven. That is why one has to be very, very careful in going to relationship. You must see the face of God and make sure that it's God that is leading. Even the, because when we are talking about this relationship, we are talking about marriage, marriage, that doesn't mean that also that are there. But one thing is that when you know that it's God that has led you to that relationship, yes. whatever that comes from, God always be, be beside. And you can even quickly go back and say, God, you are the one that said this is man, is my husband. This is woman you said that I will marry you. And God will do I'm there. just one of the two things that obstacle that you are going and you are going to source. So first thing, one must see the face of God. Okay. Another thing is another thing is that our parents can't tell us who very very important thing. Mm-hmm. One thing is uh, because there's no uh, well, I know that there may be some parents who that maybe they are under spell or under course that they don't want good thing for their children. Which must not say ah maybe our parents' advice is not inspired or whatever we must have our own thing. But one thing that one thing is that just as I said that the foundation must be caught. He got yes. us and in it. He that you won't marry a particular person. He God said that's the that you are going to marry. Well, way, no matter how long it may take, God will still work things out for you. And at times God can still use the parents to speak to us. At times when we are maybe we want to go our own way to give us the counsel. So that one is very, very important. And for us men that are also in a relationship, also they know that they have to understand themselves very well. Just yes. as you that they are just like me, see my own background, see my husband's background. We are not from the same background, and we have to work together so that things can work on, go on fine in the in the family to understand and also to to accept ourselves. You know, you must say accept yourself, yourselves the way you are, and work in work and uh, things together so that a good thing will come out of the relationship. Relationship. So, and for people that are married, so, what do you say? <laughs> What would I tell people that are married? 
for those that are married also, you know, if, uh, we just say that you continue to pray mm-hmm. and continue to love each other. Just like now, you're asking your husband, how do you feel that, you know, whatever two of you, after understanding yourself, you'll be able to give yourself whatever you like. You must not deprive yourself. I mean, the husband and the, the spouse, you must not despise, despise your, I mean, deny your husband what he wants and the husband must not deny the wife what she wants so that they can have good relationship. Another thing is that children should not be, should not come with, even you know when God created institutional um, marriage, the first thing is not children. Children yes. are just gifts. Uh, children are just gifts just to crown the, the marriage. So the children should not be the yes. And we know the women we are fond of that one. Ah, I'll come you, I'll come you. And if care is not taken, if you allow the children to take the position of the husband, there will be no peace in that family. Yeah. So us, you know yourself before you know your children. And that's how it's yes. been now. My children are people now. The way we started, that's where we are now. Nobody's at home. <laughs> Only two of us. To create the problem between two of us now that they are gone, what will have happened to us that we will not enjoy ourselves? And so, when we, if you don't allow the children to go, that only that you like you should not love your children, but that thing you should not allow to come in between that great problem between two of you because by the time they go, it will remain two of you. And how are you going to come? And this was according to the vow that we made that until they do us part, and children will be between we know we come in at most maybe 30 years that we together with they will go there's no way that they will not go they will go so the remaining years maybe they are going to spend extra 30 50 years now she will just be managing and things that's until death you don't know when death will come so we must do something that no even till we not part we continue to enjoy ourselves that's my mm-hmm. word for those that are thank you so much sort of that day my wife has said everything but uh, I, what I've just heard is that uh, Mutual fellowship is very, very important yeah? in marriage. Who are married, mutual fellowship is very, very important. They should not play with it. Communication is very, very important to communicate. Okay? Yes. Sir. Uh-huh. And praying, also, you say, family that pray together, stay together. And you learn to, to, to pray together. Because if you are angry with your, with your wife, when you say, us pray, the anger will disappear first for you to pray and say, <laughs> Yes, so, very that, true. Yes. The family that prays together, stays together. Should have also already talked to us one time. Okay? Yes. And, uh, and for those who are not yet married, they should be patient. Mm-hmm. In fact, I have learned a lot of patience and I want to advise that uh, should not rush into marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a bed of roses. Marriage is not a bed of roses. It is a hot soup, if I would like to say. And if you rush into it, you rush out mm-hmm. and uh, you should enter with your dignity and reverence. And uh, you should maintain... You and then marriage is a school, is it's a school where you get educated before you yeah, before you start study. You must be ready to to learn when you get into marriage. Be, be ready to learn and study the spouse so that you can all graduate together and make the marriage uh, what it's supposed to be. So I think with some of these few advices there, I think uh, we could have to have a wonderful uh, family relationship. Wow, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you guys you know, joining us to share your story. So um, Daddy, what would you like to tell Mommy? Don't worry, I, I will try to close my ears so I don't hear what you're telling Mommy. What would you like to tell Mommy? <laughs> Uh, I, I love her and always do by the grace of God and as we promised uh, that unity that we do as a part in Jesus name mm. so despite uh, I still love her we say in all situations in, in all season uh, and I pray that God can give me the grace Amen 
So, mom, what would you like to tell that day? Well, I want to tell my husband that I love him. He's my husband, he's my brother, he's my coach. He's the accountant of the house. And God has given him to me so that he can build me up. So I love him and I keep on loving him. I may be naughty at times. At times. You know, I told you it's my senior brother. You know, the junior brother, you know, Peter can be naughty at times, you know. And, but, you know, no, no, but I love him. I love him. Thank you. Wow, this is so romantic. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you guys sharing your story. So, you guys, you've listened to Pastor and Mrs. Oyenuro, they've shared their story so if you have questions or if you have a topic or if you have somebody that you want to bring on the show please you can email me at my companion podcast at gmail.com or send me a whatsapp or you call 0817 we are all for sponsors for sponsorship we are all for advert we are all for anything inquiries questions so please don't forget to share don't forget to subscribe you can you know ask questions too so till I come your way next time I'm seeing your companion love it and lifestyle bye bye